the working group. Um, we have uh, a speaker, Ken MacDonald, uh, who wants to speak in relation to the Schmar. Now, the Schmar is not actually on the agenda, uh, but on this occasion uh, we will take uh, the, the, uh, uh, the public uh, address. Um, but uh, please understand, this is, I'm not setting any precedent here, and normally we would not take something that wasn't related to the agenda. So we'll take that after matters are rising. So we'll start with apologies for absence, and I know that Councillor Lodge, Councillor Lachlan, Councillor Davis have sent their apologies. I don't know if there's anybody else. Okay, thank you. Any declarations of interest? No. Minutes of the previous meeting, do you find those to be a true record? Yep. Okay, matters arising from the minutes. Um, PP 42 and 43. 44. Councillor Parry. No. It was. That's it? Is that it? Yep. <laughs> Um, we still haven't had the ELR tender. The, the ELR. Sorry, I'm just reading sealed. from notes here, and I'm sorry. we asked for the transport consult consultate transport consultation tender. Chairman, it was circulated two phone? days after the meeting to all members. Okay. Um, and actually, it was previously circulated in November, I think. The sorry, the highways and transport strategy, the terms of reference, that's that. That was also circulated in the same email, Chairman. Okay, thank you. Uh, items 45 and 46. Sorry, Councillor Dean. All I'd like to do, Mr Chairman, is just put on record my dissatisfaction that this uh, working group, in fact all working groups, are working without any rules and any... Um, anything within the constitution as to how they should operate you know we had the issue last time at the last meeting over voting on proposals uh, I don't want to go over that again but I just want to put on record that uh, I think sooner rather than later we should um, adopt some kind of guidelines as to how working groups should operate well, we have guidelines um, at the moment. I think you're talking about changing the guidelines, but I don't want people to think that we don't have guidelines. Uh, we're working to the current guidelines, but uh, you've raised the point, and I think it's, it's been noted, and we will reflect on that. Um, item 47. 48. 49. 50. Councillor Dean. Um, I'm sorry, I'm coming back to, to item 47 and uh, PP 47, just, just picking up the, the point that was raised last time. There was a concern that, um, that the public wasn't going to be consulted on the sites that, were, that have been put forward, were put forward in the spring. Um, now, the uh, the, the information on those sites or the assessment of those sites was, was actually published yesterday. I've certainly not had any chance to look at them in detail other than note that they, they, <coughs> they exist. 
but the, the the way in which it's been announced is that here's here's the assessment of the multiplicity of sites that were put forward in the spring. Uh, if parish councils and I can't remember and, and developers wish to make uh, comments, then please let us know. And I know it said on fact. Uh, my, you know, my concern is that uh, there isn't a mechanism for anybody else uh, within the district, be that residents or businesses or whoever, to, to wish to put forward information, comments, whatever. We, we haven't got a mechanism for that. Um, and, and I'm particularly concerned that I know many of the sites have been consulted upon before, but in particular, there are some, and I can't tell you how many, uh, new sites that weren't in the last uh, list, the last law, uh, that the public haven't had any uh, option to comment on. So I, I registered my concern, if not dissatisfaction, um, at, at that omission. Okay, uh, well, I think as we said the last time, um, in terms of the, I think, is, is it called the actuality of the site or the factuality of the site, um, <coughs> that uh, there will be a full consultation with the public bodies on this, and obviously that gives every opportunity for individuals to feed through their councils, um, but it is with the public bodies, yes, it is the parish and the town councils, and, and this is, is, is whether a site, not whether it's a you know, preferred or liked, or, uh, but whether in actual fact it is unsuitable so that as officers start to prepare, they're able to rule out those sites which uh, could not be developed. I mean, if I could just come back on one instance, uh, in addition to parish councils, there are neighbourhood plan groups in existence which are independent of uh, parish councils, or at least they're, they're a separate standalone group in most cases. Uh, they're not, as far as I'm aware, being invited to comment, and I know, for instance, that uh, in Stansted, which is my own ward, that the neighbourhood plan group is, work, is meeting this evening uh, and, and maybe looking at the um, assessments that have been published yesterday for Stansted. Uh, are they just simply to talk to themselves? <laughs> well, no, obviously, all neighbourhood plans are going to be fully taken into account, but I will ask officers to comment on that. Is it Mr Fox? Uh, yes, thank you, Chairman. I mean, just going back to the first point, you're absolutely correct. The, the purpose of, of, of this publication now is to look at um, the factual accuracies of the site, where there's any areas of fact um, that particularly town and parish councils with their local knowledge or promoters of the sites are aware of. So that simply is a sort of sense check exercise to make sure we've got everything right, because we don't want to get anything wrong. Um, and in terms of cons consultation responses to that, what we specifically didn't want to do at this stage, Chairman, was to prejudge or predetermine the, the merits or demerits of any specific site when we go out to, to full public consultation later on. So, so uh, yeah, just, just to come back on that point, Chairman, if I may ask for the neighbourhood planning groups, they do report into the parish councils, and I'm just checking with, with Mr Taylor, I'm sure that's, that's the case here as it is with most other authorities. So, so there, is that, there is that check there, check and balance there as well, Chairman. Okay, I think Councillor Dean makes a fair point about the neighbourhood plan groups because we've encouraged neighbourhood plans. So we do, do just need to make sure that they're able to feed through their parish councils and if not, maybe to contact them separately. So they must, they must feed into this um, factuality, as we call it. Yeah, that, yep. that's fine, Chairman. Okay. Um, Ch that, Chairman, Councillor I, I am actually aware that there are a couple of, as it were, freelance groups where who have made 
made inquiries whether they, they can make their views known, and that has been said they can. So if you ask to make, make your, make, be able to make your points through, I know it was so down in Elmden and so in Clavering. Officers are not aware of this. But uh, I, I think the key part of this, because there will be plenty of chance for consultation as, we've, as we discussed last time, uh, but the key part of this is to make sure that the facts are correct, so anything's ruled out that is inappropriate. Okay, that was uh, point 47, I think. Was there anything on point 48 or 49? 50 to 53? Okay, I'll, those will be duly signed. Um, as a, as a record of our meeting. Okay, I call upon um, Mr. MacDonald uh, to the microphone. Thank you. Uh, my name is Ken MacDonald. I've lived in Uttlesford for 35 years. Uh, I've no loyalty to or leaning to any political party. Uh, as there are quite a few facts quoted in my statement, I'll, I've got a copy for everybody. There seems to have been little progress on following up the concerns I expressed to you three months ago about the robustness of the strategic housing market assessment, the SHMAR, despite your assurances. May I remind you that you have not yet adopted the SHMAR, yet all the talk is of its target of 568 houses a year. In fact, since business arising in the minutes of the meeting of 16th of December, which recorded that ORS consultants would be invited to explain the methodology and assumptions behind the SHMAR, the SHMAR has disappeared from view, and there appears to be no record of any discussion of the consultants' presentation in January. I note also that the various references I have made to the SHMAR in my response to the issues and options consultation have not appeared in the summary of representations that you are due to consider this evening. In fact, I failed, failed to identify any of my considered responses. Why did I bother? It is as if this group and the local plan process are paying only lip service uh, to having any interest in other views. Let me reiterate the concluding comment I made in November, that the Schmar proposal is for Uttlesford to increase its housing stock by 37% over 22 years, whilst the other districts in the Schmar are being asked to grow much less, between 16% and 28%. You would have seen the recent analysis by Chartered Accountant Mike Young, showing that this 37% is higher than almost every other district in England. Having looked in some detail at the Schmar and the consultant slides, I can find no explanation of this bizarre conclusion. Surely you cannot continue to plan on the basis of a figure without understanding how and why it has been derived. Paragraphs 5.5 and 5.6 of the Schmar state that the projection by the Department for Communities and Local Government is for an overall increase in the number of households in England as a whole of 23% over the 25 years to 2037. Uttlesford's target growth of 37% over 22 years is almost double the national annual rate. The consequence for Uttlesford is equivalent to an extra town bigger than Dunmo. There's clearly something wrong. I'm concerned that this group has taken the view that the overriding priority is to complete the series of tasks, to tick all the boxes, without questioning. I'm concerned that your mindset is that there is no time to consider whether the outcomes of those tasks are realistic, no time to consider other views, and, perhaps worst of all, 
no time to consider the effect on Uttlesford and its residents. It is as though nothing must get in the way of the steamroller, no matter that the steamroller may be out of control and heading in the wrong direction. Thank you for your time. And I'll have, a, I have a copy for everybody. Thanks very much. No, thank you for that. Um, I will ask uh, Mr Fox to respond to that. And, and, and you mentioned Mr Young's um, information that he sent us. And I was particularly asked by Councillor Lodge to refer to that today. And I'll, I've, I've asked Mr Fox to do that. So, um, but I, I do just want to... Um, qualify one or two of your comments. Uh, we took your earlier comments most seriously, uh, so there was no um, skating over them, uh, so much so that we had the consultants in to explain their methodology and to take us through uh, how the figures were arrived at. And that presentation was to the whole uh, of this working group. Um, others can comment on that if necessary. Um, but uh, you'll, you'll be aware there is a methodology um, and you'll also be aware uh, that at the first plan, last December 14, uh, the inspector did talk about raising the numbers. So it is of critical importance to that these numbers are correct. And, it is, it, and the only way for them to be correct is to follow the guidelines as set out by government. Um, and we will cross-check those numbers before we present our plan because I do not intend to have our plan chucked out because the numbers are incorrect, I suspect. But uh, you, 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 you may disagree with me that the inspector would only be arguing one way. Um, so it is a critical importance that we get that right and we're taking huge care to do it. Um, Mr Fox, would you like to add anything, please? Uh, yes, thank you, Chairman. A num number of uh, comments, uh, please, if I may. I think the, um, excuse me, the first point I'd like to make is that ORS, the company that we have used, are a nationally respected um, organisation who are considered to be experts in this field. Uh, their findings and their methodology has been supported by numerous inspectors at numerous, numerous local plan examination hearings. So I think their pedigree is there to be seen. Um, as far as the history of the Schmar is concerned, uh, it was considered and noted um, uh, as underpinning the evidence base for the local plan at the meeting last September of this group. Uh, subsequently to that, you're quite right, Chair, that we did have ORS in who gave a presentation which was well received um, before the last meeting of this group. Um, as far as uh, Mr McDonald's comments are concerned, clearly the item on this agenda is a summary of representations and all representations are there on the website. If anyone wants to drill down and look at them, all, all um, 7,000, however many of them that there are, are there. Um, I have gone back to the consultants about the methodology and how Uttlesford's figures were derived, and it was a, essentially a bottom-up rather than a top-down approach. In other words, all the four constituent local authorities in the Schmar were looked at in terms of their own demographics, their own migration trends, um, and the various market signals that, that members heard about at the last meeting. That gave an overall figure for the housing market area. In other words, there wasn't an overall figure for the housing market area from which then uh, figures were deducted for the constituent local authorities are making sense. So it was very much based on the local authorities' uh, statistics and information. Um, as far as percentages are concerned, well, um, 
yes, I mean, I could say that, uh, again, it could be that Epping and Harlow uh, are, are underestimated. You know, if, if you could say that um, Uttlesford is overestimated, it, it, it's, it's how one presents statistics, Chairman, and I, I don't really particularly want to go there um, this evening. Um, I think all I would also say is um, that, uh, as I said, the consultants we have used um, have defended uh, the Schmar ad appeal as well uh, for this authority and have been supported. So, again, there is support there for their methodology and their approach, Chairman. Okay, thank you very much. Thanks, Mr. MacDonald. Um, item 4, new settlement option for the local plan. And I ask Mr. Fox to present this. Thank you, Chairman. Hopefully, thanks. Um, hopefully the report is self-explanatory. Uh, it essentially sets out the concept of new settlements, uh, their history in the context of the withdrawn local plan, uh, their advantages and disadvantages, and it's essentially seeking a steer, if I can use that term, Chairman, uh, from the working group to go on then to Cabinet and full Council about the approach we take to uh, the concept of new settlements in the local plan. The reason why this has come forward at this stage in the process is that, I'll be blunt, Chairman, it's a big decision for the Council to take. And certainly, um, what as officers we wouldn't like to see would be a, local, a new settlement being ruled out very late in the process. It's better that officers know now if uh, it's ruled in uh, or ruled out. And as the report stresses, it's not a question of one size fits all. Um, any potential new settlement will be part of a basket of measures. Uh, and options which would come forward in the local plan. But it is a very important decision to take, and that's why we're asking for your views now, Chairman. Okay, thanks. I'll open it up to the meeting. But as you'll appreciate, this uh, um, working group is making a recommendation to full council via Cabinet, because that's the way we operate, but to full council, and that meeting is on the 21st of March. And... Um, to um, echo uh, Mr Fox's comments, it is very important that um, officers have a steer in terms of what's in. It is, this is not a decision-making recommendation. I know I, I, I saw your um, exchange, Councillor Parry, and you may obviously wish to speak, but I think it is important that Council has the opportunity, um, if it's so wished, uh, and I think this would be a most foolish move, um, to rule anything out, that uh, it does so, so that officers have got an, an understanding as to how they proceed. And uh, what this recommendation is doing is that um, the, um, a new settlement or settlements be seriously considered as an option for inclusion in the local plan. Now, that doesn't say we're going to have a new settlement, but it, we've got to go through the process. These words have been um, given to uh, the Council's um, QC uh, to make sure that they are uh, robust in terms of any challenge. Um, uh, the legal advice is that they are. So I, I propose, I, I strongly recommend this recommendation, but as I say, it's not a commitment, um, and you could argue what what actually are we talking about on March the 24th? First, I thought we were talking about all options anyway. Well, the answer is you are, you are giving officers a clear steer in terms of what you want included. Um, so, open to the meeting.
Councillor Barker, then Councillor Dean, then Councillor Parry. Thank you, Chairman. Um, the recommendation is just there to say that at this point in time, we are not ruling out the possibility of a new settlement. It means that officers may work up options which could include a new settlement, including options which don't include a new settlement. And that is all the decision that is being made, uh, or recommendation that is being made. And the reason for doing this is that the officers do not spend a lot of time over the summer assessing possible options to come to council late in the year to be told there's no way we're having a new single settlement, because that would have wasted a lot of time and effort. So that is the decision that's going to end up at council. Just before, I'll just get to you, but just for our clarification, I think it is your intention that when you have considered the shape, that you will let us have that before you fill in the detail of the actual wares. Is that correct? Yeah, if I'm understanding you correctly, Chairman, yes. I mean, I think what we want to do is, um, once we have a clear decision on whether the, in principle a new settlement will be considered or not, we will be coming to th this group early in the summer, once much of the evidence work has been concluded, with probably a, series, a, a range of options of which we will set out a clear preference. And as I said, it will be mix and match, if I can use that term. It, it might be new settlement plus development in the towns or villages. It might be just development in towns or villages. But we will come to you with, if you like, our preferred um, option. Without naming the sites? Without naming the sites. I think that in, in be, terms of, in terms yeah. of so, Sorry, just to finish off, Chairman, if I may. Um, just to, to, to set out a direction of travel, for want of a better term, so that then we can go away with that direction of travel and say, right, okay, given that direction of travel, which of these sites fit the bill, and then come back yeah. to you again, uh, having sifted through the actual specific sites. I, I think this group would welcome. Well, I think uh, the group and the council would welcome that because I think it takes us on that important journey, where we, which we can then communicate to uh, residents at large. In terms of the emerging shape, is as follows. Councillor Dean. Yes, thank you, Chairman. I have a, a problem with this um, proposed resolution as it stands. You know, in particular, that um, it, it's been my belief, firm belief, that we were looking, or have been looking since January last year, uh, or working towards an outcome, but looking at all options, that we weren't going to be uh, jumping to any conclusions, we weren't going to be ruling anything out, and we weren't certainly going to be confirming anything in at the moment. Um, it's, just, it's just too early because we don't have the evidence, and, and, and you, Chairman, have said many times this is going to be an evidence-based exercise, and so there's going to be no rabbits out of hats without uh, good justification, and um, I, I go along entirely with that. Um, so, so I have a problem with... You know, a wording of a, a resolution which talks about is considering seriously uh, an option for including um, a new settlement in the local plan, or in, yes, in the in the eventual local plan, because you know we should be considering everything seriously. Um, uh, we should be at the moment considering every site that's been put forward seriously. Um, and, and, and not dismissing anything. So, you know, so it, it fundamentally worries me that we are, we are making a decision on one, one approach but not making any other 
resolutions and identifying any any other approaches at this time. You know, in, in terms of um, single settlements, there are issues to do with deliverability, there are issues to do with phasing, there are issues to do with um, what one can do in this plan period. There are clearly issues to do with if you go th that way, then it has an impact on what one can and can't do in other, in other settlements, existing settlements. So, you know, there's no way one can consider uh, a, a new settlement in isolation from everything else. And so for this to be brought to us in this way, it worries me. Um, uh, one, you know, one thing, I just don't like the word seriously for a okay. start because that puts extra emphasis on one aspect. We, you know, we, we're supposed to be considering everything seriously. Um, and I mean, I'm partly coming at this because I, I might say I've been here before um, in that, uh, I don't know how many years ago it is now, six, seven, eight, you know, we had the council made a declaration uh, to go for option four at Elsenham, and it wasn't long after that that the then government said, oh, goody, goody, well, we'll turn it into an eco-town, and that caused um, another form of uproar um, and, and helped to kind of destabilize the whole process. Um, I don't want to see that repeated again. And we, we, we're not entirely um, free agents, or, or let's put it this way, the, the, the playing field isn't entirely level because at the moment we don't know the outcome of the appeal at Little Eastern because the minister has been sitting on that. We were going to get a decision on that or an outcome on that last July. How many months have gone by since last July? I've lost count. Uh, the same applies to, um, to, to Elsnum. Uh, we're still waiting for the outcome of that. Uh, you know, do, do you want to sort of get to the point? Well, well no, but I think this is important. I mean, we, I hear, we get the message. So I think, yeah. are you so, recommending some alternative words? Well, so I, I would... The officers have made the point that they want us, they're essentially putting this forward to, um, to make sure that the council isn't going to throw the concept out at the late stage and, and want to f yeah. wants essentially confirmation want that we carried on, the on that route. So I, I do have some alternative words, but anyway, I'd like to hear what other people have got to say okay. first, because I have to go to my emails to find the alternative words anyway. So, right. <laughs> so I'm not going to well, you were kind enough forward to at the moment. Uh, you were kind enough to show me those alternative yeah, words. Well, yes, I, I was. I think if you focus on B, which is preferable to A, um, then we I can mean, get... I, 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 wait, I, let's, let's hear from Councillor Parry, and yes. then um, we, we can get there. I'm not quite sure yet... I fully understand the purpose of this. We are supposed to be making evidence-based decisions mm. on whether we're having, what options we're going for. Mm. And that involves seriously considering new settlements, dispersal, combinations, whatever comes out of the evidence that is supposed to be brought to this, us as a group. Are you saying that the full council could partway through these proceedings, oh, yes, sorry, without recourse to the working group... No, you're um, on, you're fine. ...decide that one option isn't going to happen? Uh, council is the supreme body. 
apart from the people out there, of course. Um, so, uh, yes, it can do what it likes, but um, hopefully it won't do that, and which is what we're, what we're trying to do now is to guide the council through this so that because we've talked uh, amongst ourselves about this and I think it's right that the whole council says we're absolutely with you um, we want to consider all the options and that includes one or maybe more single settlements um, and uh, so please go away and do that and come back with some indicative shapes uh, and then we can if we like the shapes then we can start to narrow the shape options down and then once we've done that fill it with the actual sites so it's really just um, you know without repeating ourselves I think this is exactly what Mr Fox said uh, we do not want to do nugatory activity uh, that uh, comes back with a proposal uh, that council then says sorry we don't uh, we, we don't want a new settlement so it's, it's, it's it is about ruling it in um, at this stage as, as a uh, and we've used the word serious option because uh, I think it needs to be a serious option but I'm not going to argue with Mr Dean and I'd be delighted to come up with a form of words that we can all subscribe to as long as it our lawyers are happy with it as long as it does what we want it to do which is for all options to be considered so I, I, I hear what you I have a sympathy with what you're saying Councillor Parry because what you're saying is why are we doing all this I thought that's what we were doing anyway and um, but we need to take the council with us on that journey and give clarity to our officers and also clarity to the people out there. So this, this council is seriously looking at all the options. Right. I understand that. Um, Mr Fox said that part of it was so that over the summer, while they're producing the evidence, they're not working on something which is going to be ruled out. Yep. But we're talking about a council meeting in March. Yeah. So, so the council nothing. meeting in March on the 21st. Uh, so all you're, you're, what you're asking for is for the, for the full council to say, yes, we want to investigate every single option. Correct. So why are we concentrating on a single settlement? New settlement, sorry. Uh, well, you're pretty much echoing Councillor Dean's point. And I, I, I think the, um, the variable to what is a typical... Uh, local plan preparation is is a new settlement. I think that that that, that is the the step change that we would certainly considered in the past. So that that's why we want when we say all options that to particularly focus on that. But as I say, if there is a form of words that that gives op officers the um, flexibility to consider all options, then I don't think any of us are going to argue with that because. Um, it, it, I'd you, like you, to see the word, the other uh, main option is dispersal or a combination, and I think that I, those words should be then included. If we want over the summer the, pl the planning department to work on all options, then we should include all options in a, the motion to the council. Can we hear, hear um, Councillor Dean's B, I think I'd start with? Okay. Yes, I, I produced. Uh, two sets of words, it's just the order in which they come that is different. I, I read it's two actually, not B, but uh, All right. <laughs> same, second thing. One. Yeah. same thing. Um, the working group recommends to Cabinet and full council that a new settlement or settlements should continue to be investigated and analysed alongside other possible options for housing and, and employment distribution and should not be dismissed at this stage from the potential options for inclusion in the local plan. And so, so essentially, if the council doesn't accept that, then clearly it does want to dismiss yeah. uh, a new settlement. And if it accepts it, then we just carry on as we are. Uh, I think Councillor Parry just uh, beat you to it, but Councillor Parry, then Councillor Barker. 
Can we change it to say an analysed alongside all other possible options? Other possible options. It, it sounds uneven. Right. Yeah, no, no, exactly. No, all, all other possible options. I don't want okay, to Okay, we just want to write that in because the, the, the group will need to be crystal clear what it's voting for. So oh, we need to read it out at the end. But Councillor Barker? Yeah. I'm quite happy with that, Chairman. I mean, it's the intention of the whole thing that they're not ruled out, and nor is any other option. So I'm quite I, happy to second that. I, I think. Um, we may have been sort of slightly shy in the past of how far do we investigate new settlements on the basis of we hadn't sort of made the, you know, we don't give the impression that we were definitely, well, we're still not giving the impression we're definitely going for. So I think this sort of releases officers to do more investigative work under the umbrella that you're, we're investigating everything. So, um, but I think we're heading towards a sense of words that everybody's happy with, which would be great. Councillor Oliver. I thought that was a raised hand. Okay, no, that's fine. Uh, so, uh, there's probably no more to be said. If we could just include your words, Councillor Parry, with what um, Councillor Dina said. Shall I read it? Yep. Read my proposal again, then. Yep. So the proposal with with Councillor Parry's words, extra well, words. Well, it was just to put all in, wasn't it, I think? So, the, the working group recommends to Cabinet and full Council that a new settlement, brackets or settlements, should continue to be investigated and analysed along all other possible options for housing and employment distribution and should not be dismissed at this stage from the potential options for inclusion in the local plan. So, first of all, are officers happy with those words? Yes, Chairman. Will they pass the legal test? Um, I'm not a lawyer chairman, but um, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that... Well, we obviously need to run it past them after this, yep. but I, I can't imagine they won't because it doesn't rule anything out, so I don't see what you'd be arguing with. Okay. Um, so, you're content with those, Councillor Parry? Can I just ask another question? Sorry. Um, what would be the potential... Um, what would happen if Cabinet or full council voted against that and you said well if 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 it voted and it was crystal clear that it was voting against a new settlement then that's the end Actually, of it with it worded like that they can't vote against but mr harborough it, it would be everything. important for cabinet or council to be very clear about the reasons for that so that we got an audit trail of why there was some change in the thought process part way through Otherwise, we would be jayard all over the place uh, and be sued by the developers. So let us hope, and if the three parties are represented here tonight and we're all uniform, then hopefully we'll, it won't be an argument. But it, it is because if, if they're going to turn it down on March the 21st, they'll turn it down um, whenever we have our next meeting in June, July. So I think we might as well get this one out of the way now. Um, Councillor Barker, then Councillor Dean. Chairman, I think it is beholden on everybody who is here today and the people who aren't here today to go back to their groups and ensure that their groups attend the member briefing session on this subject. Um, there are many members who don't like the outcomes of planning applications and this working group and voted against the last local plan, but many of them did not attend any of the meetings or come to any of the briefings and were very ill-informed. And it's down to all of us to get all of our members to attend and to understand the process that we're going through and the decisions that will have to be made by them at the end of the day at full council. Councillor Dean? No, I have nothing to add. I think Mr 
uh, Harborough's um, explanation about what the council I mean, obviously the council can determine anything, and if there's a total amendment put forward, well, that will also have to be explicit, whatever it might be. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Those in favour of the recommendation as read out, please show. Those against, those abstaining. So carried by a clear majority with one abstention. Thank you very much indeed, and I echo what Councillor Barker says. I think it would be good to encourage people to come to the, the session before our meeting on Thursday so that we're all crystal clear of what needs to be done on the 21st. Moving on to item 5, issues and options consultation, summary of representations. I congratulate Ms Hayden for her report, which for the benefit of those who haven't read it, is about, well, it's well over 100 pages long, summarising all the comments that have been written. And um, I'll ask you just to comment in a moment. But first of all, well done for this. And I think uh, we, we, we need to stress that this is a very important piece. We've all read all of the responses. And there are some clear steers on this, not least the subject that we've just been talking about. So having consulted on the shape, we've had a very clear response, so it would be irresponsible to ignore that. Um, but there are other very interesting comments as well. So, Ms Hayden. Yeah, I'll, I'll, introduce, it, I'll, I'll introduce it, Chairman, <laughs> if you want. Yeah, and, and thank, you for, thank you for your comments uh, about Hannah. Yeah, it's an unenviable job to put this together. And in fact, it's only effectively half of the responses that, that yeah, we managed true. to deal with. So, mm. so Hannah's done a great job being sort of editor-in-chief of all of this. So I think, well, it, it's, it's there just to, to summarise um, the comments. Um, and you can see from the length of that, you know, the, the work that's been put together, how many comments there were, and, and the, the sort of the, the depth we've had to go into to look into some of those. So I'll, I'll let Hannah pick up any detailed comments, Chairman, but um, yes, thank you. I'll just throw it open to the, to the group. So you can say any more, or do you just want to do the responses? Okay, fair enough. So, are there any responses to this? It's most comprehensive. As I say, it's half the questions. We're doing the other half in the next meeting, aren't we? Um, so, but it does give us some you know, very useful information, and I think um, you know, this committee and the rest of the council and the rest of the community need to be assured that, that these responses are going to be taken into account, obviously. Um, so, anything to say? It is difficult to say because it, it, it's, it says a huge amount. You can't say these are people's opinions, so uh, we've read them and noted them. But uh, Councillor Barker. I'd just say, Chairman, for, for anybody listening or who looks at the notes of this meeting afterwards, that on the whole, the towns and the parishes don't really see further expansion to their own towns and parishes. They may make comments that could go somewhere else, but they certainly... Um, places like Dunmo and Saffron Walden aren't saying, yes, please, I'd like some more housing any more than Felstead or Thackstead is. And uh, there, there are some very astute comments in here. Um, and there is certainly um, quite a lot of comment about there is, you know, a new settlement somewhere else might be the answer. Um, you know, but that somewhere else is certainly not on their doorstep. But that is unfortunately the way of, of planning. Um, and I think we need to look at um, some of these responses alongside the uh, site um, 
assessments that are now on the website and sort of really see that uh, you know there are small villages where lots and lots of proposals have been put forward but people in those villages don't really want them and it's going to be a very difficult decision to to balance um, you know an application for a hundred houses in a small village against the fact that the school can't possibly cope maybe a very good site but actually if the school can't cope we wouldn't be putting it forward because actually Essex as an education authority will object to that site and this is you know, when we get to the detail of it, many of these sites will be turned down or opposed by Essex County Council or by Essex County Council Highways on sustainability and, and school issues. But it is very comprehensive and uh, I think uh, many thanks to the many people and parishes who responded. And just to uh, enforce the point that you've made for those who haven't read it, there is a very clear majority in favour of a single settlement, whether it be the councils, the statutory bodies, individuals, um, and obviously the developers subject to what they're developing. But um, anybody else? Councillor Parry and then Councillor Dean. I've just got a quick question. It says on page 24 that Uttlesford are developing a sustainable transport policy. Are we likely to get sight of that soon? Chairman, that's part of, it's the second paragraph up in the bottom of page yep. 24, this is part of the highway assessment that was referenced earlier as part of the development of the local plan. Obviously we will need to put together, or the council needs to put together a highway, highway assessment and highway transport plan and uh, I suppose its full name is sustainable transport policy so the highways, Eng highways agency or highways England now are uh, are commenting that they obviously support that and they would see that as a, as a requirement of our local plan and that's why we've commissioned the um, transport consultants who work with Essex County Council to produce that and yes obviously then it will come back to this working group in due course as per the work plan later on in the agenda. Okay thank you. Okay Councillor Dean. Yes thank you Chairman. Well as it's been said there are thousands of comments and I've got hundreds of highlights um, so how long have you got? <laughs> all, all night for you all Councillor night. Dean No, no, I think not I've, I've found five that, that I, I've okay. picked out and actually the first one happens to be the page I last landed on which was page 89 There's a, a curious comment here from Essex County Council at the bottom of page 89 it says that ECC welcomes further discussions on the locations for new settlements at UDC. ECC recommends that consideration be given to proposals for any new settlement that may straddle the administrative boundary of UDC. That sort of seems to um, suggest that they've got their eyes on, uh, I don't know, is it Andrews Field or somewhere near Stebbing, or for that matter, somewhere near, Co near Great Chester for going north. Uh, so uh, I just, I, 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 I find that rather puzzling. I mean, you know, I'm always, I was almost going to quote that in our last yeah. discussion about not jumping well, the gun. The, uh, the good news yeah. is that Essex County Council are not the planning authority here, so, but uh, yes. like with, you, you know, but, but, but another 1,700, 7,000 yeah. responses, they it, it, it's obvious that some, at some time or other they've got the idea that, yeah. um, uh, of, of something to do with new settlements that aren't entirely in Uttlesford, which is odd. Um, the, um, I, I notice in a number of places people raise the question of 
the planned period, and again, that's, that's, that is relevant to uh, new settlements. You know, how soon does it take yeah. to get something up and running? Yeah. What's the rate that it's going to develop? Yeah. Is 2033 uh, too, too soon to be trying to realize anything if that's the way we go? So I think that's something that we've, we're going to obviously have to come back to. Well, I think if I can just comment on that, yeah. that, that is a highly material point. And um, I know Councillor Lodge, if he was here, would say that PAS did indicate that if you've got a new settlement in tow, then you're given some flexibility. We'd need to have absolute certainty around that because uh, obviously in parallel to anything else we're doing, we have to retain, or under, our understanding is we have to retain a five-year land supply. So uh, uh, you're quite right, Councillor Dean, a lot of comments refer to that. So it is a very material point, which I know officers would will look at critically. Yeah. Yes, that's right. A uh, number of references to what Uttlesford needing to sort out its vision for the district. And I, and I, I still think that you know, we're, if we're not careful, we're going to end up sort of creating a vision around something that we've decided we have to do rather than the other way around, something that guides the way we do things. So I, I raise that uh, because other people, I think, have said the same thing, and I, I, it, is, it is still an area that, uh, that concerns me, so I hope we can get back to well, we can uh, have a vision in, in, out in terms of um, retaining, because a lot of people talk about the, you know, the beauty and, and the charm of this district, and you can have a vision about doing that whilst meeting your statutory obligations. And um, yes, I think, we've, you, you know, without repeating the argument, we've had many a time on this, it's very difficult to take your vision any further than that without doing what we don't want to do, which, which is to put the cart in front of the horse. No, no, but it, you know, it is things like uh, to what extent do we want extra and different types of jobs in this district to do things like reducing the amount of out-communic and so on. So there are, there are some of these kind of fundamental things that uh, shift the way this place works mm. 10, 20, 30 years down the road. So, so it, it's that that I think we do need to get back to soon. Um, and uh, quite a number of people raise the whole question of housing mix, that you know we shouldn't simply be having a predominance of four and five bedroom houses and that uh, there's, there's, I mean, there's a question of affordable housing and what that means in future. But, but nevertheless, I think it is about having a complete... Um, what, what people are saying is they want a, a mix so that we get a balanced community in future and not, sure. not one which is skewed one way or, or, the, or the other. Um, there's, um, that's a spelling mistake, but I stand to the parish council. I won't quote them on that. Or maybe it was a typo here, but um, never mind. Um, I, bear with me just a second, just in case there's another red thing that flashes up that... Uh, because the problem with this confounded thing is you can't flick and you can't, but I've, I think I've covered all the points okay. I wanted no, to make clear. There's a lot there. And I mean, what, you know, what, what, I, what I'm not sure is how we're now going to take this lot forward. Um, because, you know, I think it's, I think it's that partly down to members to start to get their head around this and to inform officers and not just for officers to decide what they think it means and tell us what we should agree to and, and so we, 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 we and this is this, this is something that I've been saying for more over a year that 
too often we, or too much we come along here and we, we just say yes to something that's been put in front of us rather than actually doing some, doing some work and workshops in, mm. in my book work mm. and not just decide what somebody mm. else has worked up for mm. them. So I, I, do, I do put that thought forward that we're getting to the stage where we've really got to start getting our head around this. Um, and and, and it's, for one thing, it's unfair to just dump the whole process on, on our offices over to my right. Um, but we haven't got a, uh, an approach to, do, to doing that at the moment. And you know, whether that therefore means we, we do have to have well, one of the things that we said is that we're going to have our del deliberations in public or at least our decision making in public but I think there needs to be we need to have dialogue of some type which might not be um, people get bored if, um, if, 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 if if we make public some meetings so I think there's a thing that we yeah. need to think about how but we, I think you how raise we do an interesting it and I'm not sure myself at the moment You raise an interesting point as far as the briefing is concerned if I can uh, ask the officers who are making that, uh, doing that workshop uh, to summarise 100 pages um, during the course of it in terms of the responses. I think there are some themes that you can refer to, which I think it's important that we do that. Sorry, Chairman, are you saying in the workshop later in the week? Is that what you're yeah. calling now? Yeah. yeah, you don't want it now. You're talking about later. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I mean, let me just say one other thing. I mean, yes, a workshop's a good thing. I did notice in something I read today, um, oh, I think it was might have been to do with the, the, the discussions with other authorities that some out places have set up task and finish groups. In other words, they've said to, I don't know, three members, go away with officers and go through this lot and see what you can make of it. So um, I don't know what, you know, task and finish well, groups. All of these things are interesting. And I think, I think to, your, your and point about, because, you, you know, we're not at the specific stage yet, but in terms of then starting to have how we're going to do the dialogue when we start to get the actual shape and the actual um, um, <coughs> site specifics as well as having the public consultation we need to think how we do that internally Hannah oh was that your were you doing a Councillor all Oliver I, there all I was going to say was is that we can break this down so when we bring for example a discussion to the table about the vision and objectives we can again look at the reps that have been made and we can put them in front of you so they can be discussed and you can refer to the representation so you can bring them into your discussions. So this isn't just for the table today and then to be shelved. No. It can, yeah, we can bring back individual sections as we go through the plan yeah. and as we make that would be good. That would be helpful. I want, I want the consultation to be really living. I don't see any more hands. So um, are you happy that the working group notes the responses and uses them to inform the local plan process? Those in favour? Those against? Those abstaining? Right. Unanimous. Thank you very much. Um, right. The next item is the local plan indicative work programme, which is a name that I don't recognise. It's, it's a new Fox. member of staff, yeah, but I'll, 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 I'll take the item, Chairman. Okay. Um, Yes, it's a, it's a new colleague of ours, Alan Gillam, okay. who's joined us fairly recently. Okay, I look forward this. to meeting him in um, due course. The, the, this is something I know that the group have been asking for uh, for some time, and I would stress that what you have before you this evening is, if you like, our, our opening salvo. It's not saying this is in tablets of stone. It's there for discussion, uh, and what we've tried to do is break down 
what we're, what we're all doing, the group and, and ourselves behind the scenes, into, mm. if you like, the evidence-based background work, the options work in terms of what shape the plan might take, and finally the sort of government, governance programme of that. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, Chairman. Um, it is there for comment. We're happy to try and take on board any suggestions to improve it, uh, elaborate upon it, or break it down in different ways. But it, it, it's, something, it's something I know this group's very keen to have, and we're, cut, we're, as I said, most keen to refine it, and welcome to take on board any comments, Chairman. Good. So, does this address what you want to, Councillor Barker? It does, Chairman. The one thing it doesn't address is actually the dates of our meetings when we meet to consider these things, um, because we rather need to put that on there as well so that we've got an understanding that at the end of March we're going to discuss, as going to come to a meeting, the Green Belt Review, which says January, February, March. You know, once that's done, is that going to come to our March meeting and what's going to come to which meeting? And I think that's the other side of, of this equation. That at March, we will be discussing the Green Belt Review, the report of representations made and whatever. And then at the April meeting, we'll be discussing why. Because Chair, that puts it in Chairman, context. Um, that's picked up on the very last page of yeah. my, uh, item 9. Yeah. It sets out... Um, the next two meetings with actual dates, and I think you're holding a bit of paper with the future meeting yep. dates that need to be circulated, yep. and the forward plan goes into much more detail there as part of item 9 on the agenda. Yep. So this is the indicative work. So we take the point, we'll, the we'll do it plan. under item 9, um, but uh, it, it, yeah, I, I would like to uh, sort of, I, I think this is helpful because it gives you a timeline. I'd like to look at it another way. I would like to understand that a local plan is made up of X component parts. So you cannot have a plan unless you've got a retail assessment, a transport assessment, uh, um, a, a, and all the other assessments that you've got to have. So I would like to understand that we have either, when we've done it, so it's on a tree, if you like, and when we've done it, the date against it is there. It would be interesting, actually, to note how long that assessment lasts. So, you know, if you're doing a, a retail assessment, does it last one, two, three, however many years, so that we know in terms of how live we are of each of the points. And that will give us a, that will give us a clear picture of, you, you know, we are now two-thirds of the way through our plan, that um, actually, of the outstanding items, one of them should have been done two months ago. So it will give us a very clear indication that we're, we're on plan to tick all the boxes, or we're not. And I think that would be helpful. And we're thinking particularly of transport, which uh, that tripped us up the last time. And that would give us a very clear flashing light that, uh, you know, we've got a problem and what are we doing about it. So it's sort of what you've got, uh, and, I, and I think this is great if we add the meetings to it, uh, as uh, Councillor Barker indicates, but I'd like to look at it the other way around as well. Now, some of you project managers over there may have views on this. So, <laughs> Councillor Mills, I don't know if you put your uh, hand yes, up. Yes, Mr Chairman, uh, I'd, um, I'd just like to compliment uh, Mr Taylor on giving us a programme that's got sort of all the lines starting right on the left-hand sort of uh, matrix and finishing on the right-hand matrix, which means you've got a period of nine months where all of that function can happen, which actually is telling us absolutely nothing. Um, so really what the point that uh, Councillor Ralph is making is that uh, 
take the highways one where it slipped you up before. If we know when the highways report is due back in the specific month, then we know when we're going to be looking at it and we know that they're running on time or we know they're running late. And therefore, it's as much for your protection as it is for us knowing where we are. Because at least we know, right, something's two months late, it's got an impact. Yeah? And that's the whole point. So really, each of these should have specific activity dates when they're going to end or when the, the key criteria comes in. Um, which is how you run a critical path. Chairman, I think the idea of the arrows was exactly that. So if you look at the Schlar publication, um, so third down on the evidence-based work, yep. the arrow finishes in February yep. because we've published it. And if you look um, lower down under the options work, the report of representations, it's due to finish next month when we report the final representation. So looking at the employment study, which is halfway up, so I'm flicking around the employment study, that was commissioned in mid-January, and the consultants are on track and expected to report back in July. And then if you go to um, the forward plan item 9, you will see that the employment study report is due to the items in the June working group. And similarly, um, in June, we will have the high-level transport assessment of key sites, and then the final transport evidence in September. So if we look at the highways work, or the transport it's called here, you'll see it finishing in September. So they tie back ex exactly to when we're expecting them to either start. So for example, the, the water cycle study is not, not expected to start until late May, and that's due to finish in September. So the, the start and finish date on this um, on, on this, this table shows that. So the Greenbelt study, which you know you've seen part two, so that's why it's, the arrow is off the scale on the left-hand side because it's already commenced, is due to report back at the next meeting in March. But the current hypersection zone was only um, review, was commissioned last week or week before in February, and the consultants, part of the tender brief, set out they needed to finish in, uh, in June. So... That, that's, that's the idea of that, so you can see when they're coming. Now, if, there's, if you need more detail, that's fine. No, no, that's I, I understand the, the principle now that you've explained that. All I was going to say is that um, September's looking a little bit busy. There is an awful lot of work to do between now and then, I would completely agree. And, and the rep these reports, so some of them, they will have different stages. So like the, the transport evidence says it's finishing there, but you'll see the different stages. And the same with the country protection zone. It will have stage one reporting back to this group, as the Green Belt did, and then stage two. So a number of those, these studies will have touch points with this group, which are noted in the um, forward plan. Okay. Anybody else want to comment? Yep, Councillor Dean. I have a number of uh, comments to make. I think I might as well go through all of them rather than uh, breaking it up. Um, a number of um, uh, sets of initials here that I don't understand. Um, DTC and GTAA don't jump out at me as something that I spell out. Duty to cooperate uh, every day. and gypsy and traveller accommodation assessment. I'm sorry. Apologies for oh, the... Oh, uh, that's, oh, that's, oh, that's gypsies and travellers, is it? Right. Well, I think it might be useful to uh, use as few initials as possible. MOU is Memorandum yeah. of Understanding. Yeah. What, um, what, I'd, what I'd like to see, and obviously it's not available yet, I'd like to see where there are dependencies um, between 
or among some of these things because it all looks as though they all go running along in parallel and then pop, bang, they all pop out and uh, they're, all, they're all independent, but I'm sure that that's not entirely the case. So uh, there must be some where you can't finish this until you've got some input from that. Uh, so I, I, I'm, I'm just curious on things like that because those are usually where you've got critical paths. Yeah. No, fine. And, and we, we, yeah. need to, we need to know something about a critical path on this. Um, the, the only other one I think I want to ask about at the moment is um, the purple blob or rectangle to be precise um, at the very bottom, submission to Secretary of State. Mm. <laughs> I happened to read on today's Hearts and Essex Observer new, uh, website that um, we're saying, or, or you're saying, Howard, that the, the plan must be submitted by March uh, next year. Mm. Now, I, can, I think we just need to have some discussion and explanation and mm. understanding about this. I know there's this kind of mm. sledgehammer somewhere mm. in Whitehall that they want to lob at us if we, we, we don't meet some a particular deadline. I've, I thought it was about, that it was about submitting it somewhere during next year, somewhere sensible. And, and, and of course we work, and I'm not trying to delay the thing, but you know, we're trying to get the whole thing signed off and, and um, adopted by the council by December. Um, but it's really a case of, I guess, the, the gap between March 2017 and December 2017 obviously is, is, is nine months. I can't remember what it was last time between being submitted and the uh, and the outcomes. So, yeah, could we just have a little bit of discussion around that timetable so that people are clear what the um, edicts are from the, on, um, on high? The government has given a very clear indication that uh, after the end of March 2017, uh, you could potentially be taken over. Not that you will be taken over, but you could be taken over. And as you also know, um, they're threatening financial penalty as well, although that is not yet set in statute. Um, as far as the end March to December, this is beyond our control. Now the inspector might get on with it and um, mm. might all be over by the summer. Uh, but um, so, so um, you, you know, you're right, that's a long time and that might well not happen. But the end of March, they're giving very clear signals. Malden has been taken over already. Um, they will show some examples. We just don't want Uttlesford to be one of them. Mr Fox. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right, um, Chairman. You've picked up on a couple of points I was just going to make. The government have actually consulted on what these sanctions might mean in practice. That came out at the end of last week. And I'll be aiming to report to the next meeting of this group. Uh, the, there's a consultation paper covering a whole series of other things as well. Uh, but specifically it's around interventions in local plans. So they've, they've fleshed out some of the detail of this. And so I can report that to this group and set out precisely what that may or may not mean, as you've just indicated, Chairman. To be fair, though, that purple rectangle should be in March. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I had spotted that, but um, I, I was waiting for somebody else to spot it. Okay. Any other points? <laughs> Councillor Parry. There's nothing in here on preparation of CIL. I think as we've discussed, sorry, Chair. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Um, 
No, so, sorry uh, to butt, butt in, Chairman, through you. Um, yeah, the infrastructure delivery plan update, the very bottom line of the evidence-based work, whilst it doesn't, doesn't use the words community infrastructure levies or SIL, that's clearly an option that we will be considering. We've said all the way along we will see where, as the plan starts taking shape and what infrastructure is required and where, that's clearly going to have an implication about whether the Council pursues SIL or not. So, so we can be more explicit there, Chairman, but that, that will be wrapped up in that infrastructure delivery plan work. Okay. Is that... Okay, thank, thank you. you. And, sorry, um, we've been asking for a timetable when work will commence on the overall strategy. And we, we've been um, repeatedly told it's too soon. But the, this work programme indicates that um, the, strategy, the strategy will be finalised, um, and it's, it's in here from March to June. We were told that you hadn't started it yet at previous meetings and now you're looking to finalise it starting next month. Can we know what work's been done on it and what the programme for it is? Please. Yeah, part of it um, is in the, going back to Councillor Dean's comments um, earlier on, we've clearly been looking at the representations we've had in as part of the issues and options consultation that will form part of it. The evidence base clearly will be the main um, chunk of it chairman and going back to the other comments what we would hope to do is in June present paper, a paper or papers to this group which would set out what our strategy will be. The, word, the words fine the, life the is probably not the detail. We're not going to yeah, get the no, detail no, until no. September, are we? Yeah. No. No. So how will we have any input? How will the working group have any input into it? In terms of whether it's site A or site B? In terms of the uh, overall strategy, what, 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 anything. The shape it, strategy. We don't get it until September. No, no, no. no. What you'll get in June, uh, as we said earlier, is you'll, you'll, you'll get the shape strategy. Right. So... If all goes well on the 21st, they will come back with, I don't know how many options, but option one is a new settlement plus X in large villages, Y in small villages. Option two is whatever it is. And there'll be a series of options. And this group and, um, will make a recommendation in terms of which option we want to proceed on. And we may want more than one option. We may want them to consider a couple of options. Uh, so that, that will give officers further guidance in terms of, uh, of the shape. And then in September, they will come back and say, you wanted this, that, and the other, uh, uh, and these are the sites we, that we think fits that plan. So that, that's, that's, that's the intention. Councillor Harris. Uh, thank you. Um, sorry, I'm listening to all of the comments around the room, and I think we're all really pretty much saying the same thing, which is that this, this, this document is not working. This is far, far too simplistic, and I recognise that there are other documents that you've said later on that we're going to refer to in the agenda, but if this is what we're working with, this, this document is not really fit um, 
to be used at all is raising more questions than it's answering. There's nothing in here about what the deliverables are. Councillor Dean's referred to dependencies and a detailed project plan is something we've been asking for for six months within this working group. With the greatest respect to the team, this doesn't help us at all, this document. You know, we, we don't need to just see the pretty pictures with the colours on. We need to see the detailed project plan and understand exactly what the timescale's in, what's coming back to us, what is dependent. I'd also like to see on top of that a, a a detailed risk log and not just uh, you know, risk assessments for each uh, agenda item that comes up, but I think we're being given far too little information to understand what the work scale is. Thank you. I think Mr Payne produced that shape some time ago, didn't he? But uh, you know, I'm not um, dismissing the comments that have just been made. Yes, he did, um, Chairman. Uh, just on the last point, the risk log came to the last meeting. Um, but I mean, we can, we can certainly have a look at it in more detail. I suppose it, you know, it goes back to the point about appointing professional officers to do the job and um, to ensure that, that, that it carries on in terms of the the appraisal. You've got all the um, the, the briefs for the works, the high assessment you know, brief you've got clearly sets out the, the, when, they, when the reports are going to come back and the deliverables that are required in there. You've got that the same for the employment, and it's how much. Um, time and effort you want us to spend on this um, diverting it from actually delivering the plan and I appreciate members want an, an element of information but it's how detailed um, information you need as opposed to you know, what officers need to ensure that the officers are project planning it it properly behind the scenes and it, it's getting that balance right but with res respect mr taylor without a project plan this is not going to this is not going to succeed and it's not about diverting resources away from someone's day job it's having an effective plan in the first place that will allow us to get to a conclusion and you know you you can cut corners on many things but you can't cut corners on actually planning how we're going to re re receive an outcome we just can't we can't cut corners on that Chairman, can I just come in? My understanding that Mr. Alan Gillam has not been with us very long and that it is his job to do, in part at least, the, the, the project management side of it, because you know, I've been saying for some time, and I, I agree with uh, Councillor Harris, that, uh, that in order to know whether or to be reasonably confident that March and not February 2017 is going to happen, that one has to have a, a plan. And, you know, it's not about people wishful thinking that we're going to get there, but we're not quite sure how, because we haven't thought it through, you know. So I'm assuming that uh, Mr. Gillam uh, has got more information behind this, and uh, because otherwise, if there isn't a project plan, then, we're, we're, you know, we are in risk. So... I'd like to say that I'm, 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 I'm pleased to have this, but along with Councillor Harris and I'm sure others, we'd like to have further assurance uh, next time. The, 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 okay. the, the, well, let's more work out it. what Mr Gillam is going to do first. I think one thing I would say, Chairman, is, is clearly that, that we're not operating in a complete vacuum and all these studies have very detailed Gantt and flow charts beneath them with targets and milestones. Uh, but you know, just echoing Mr Taylor's points, that, that is a lot of information that, that we have relating to each of these specific evidence bases. Um, and yes, it, it, we can certainly flesh this out and put some more detail on it. But 
I, I mean, ultimately, you know, it's a, it's a question of where one draws the line, Chairman. There's, there's, there's huge Excel spreadsheets for each of these projects saying you know, when we need particular things. Um, clearly, going back to the interdependencies point, we're, we're alive to that. We know what uh, repercussions various work streams have on others. Uh, so, you know, just to try and reassure the group that we, we're not operating blind or flying blind for want of a better term um, but as Mr Taylor said putting all this sort of information together is you know takes up resources yeah. itself chairman okay well I've um, asked this question before and I'm not we're not going to discuss it in public tonight but I will go away on behalf of this group and talk with Mr Harper uh, Mr Taylor and Mr Fox because I think I know what you want um, and I don't want to take up any more of your time there's You've got too much to do already, so, but I think I know what the answer is. So, um, and I'm, I am actually assured that uh, you know um, that, that you know, we've got a very clear picture in the planning department, but I think what this group wants, and then beyond this group, is to understand that same tree. And it is almost a full-time job to do that explanation, which is what my plan is. So I will go away and talk about that. Okay, any other points? Chairman, sorry. One thing I don't see here is where are we fitting in the consultation with the public? In September. Whereabouts is that shown on this chart? It's not. It's not. Page two. Page two hundred thirty-six. It's the the, the pre-submission consultation. So you can see it goes to council in. Uh, September, October, and then the consultation in November and December. We have consultation in November and December, which is getting very, very late. Page two, did you say? Page two. Well, sorry, pa it also says two on my agenda, my papers. Ha page 136, or page two of this report. Well, they're looking at a big sheet. Ah. So it's at the bottom of the big sheet. Okay. Yeah. So it says seat council approval of the plan. That's taking it through the... Um, the governance structure here and then the, the consultation, pre-submission consultation in October, uh, November, December as in accordance with the local development scheme. Yeah, but that that's the, we're taking the plan. Sorry. No, you need to go on. So what we're doing is taking the plan for consultation. We're not taking when do the public get any say on the sites, on the individual sites? In public meetings in September and then in the public consultation in November. And their councils will already have ruled out inappropriate sites. Yeah, but the, the ruling out of the pack, certainly my, one of my, my councils has been told you will, you will get these and the only comments you can make are on fact, I at that stage, the floods or there's a ransom strip or mm, yeah, at that which stage, they know about which obviously the so, officers don't. So what is left then in the plan is, are those potentially viable sites. So it will then become a matter, a subjective opinion, that site A is preferred to site B, because we all have ruled out the fact that it's an inappropriate site. So having seen there in the list one of my villages where there are 22 sites hmm. and only two seem to have passed muster one one has got good for a small businesses and one is otherwise all the rest of them are deemed unsuitable 
they, you mean indicating that unless something comes up, those will be struck out? Well, that's, that's for officers to determine, but uh, in terms of the degree of unsuitability, because, uh, but if they are unsuitable by the definition that officers, and we can obviously challenge those definitions, um, then that's exactly what will happen, yeah. Councillor Mills. Yes, could I just ask for some clarification on that? Obviously, we've got the first assessment of the sites coming forward. Um, I wondered if you've got any idea if there was sort of 400, 450 sites that came forward, how many have actually been deemed unsuitable at this stage? And if you had got that information, obviously you've split things into delivery one to five years, five to ten. To, actually, how many units have we got in the delivery as opposed to how many have we put on the unsuitable? So no, we don't have that information yet. We, we could, we could no, find that information out. It's just something that I feel would yeah. be important no, because in actual fact what we've just done or what you've just done is actually made the first step in you know, cutting from this to that. And I, you know, I accept that it's nice, you know, it's been well done and everything else and, and it seems logical. Yeah, and, and, and sorry, sorry to come back on you through, through you, Chairman, as well. Yes, you, you're absolutely right. What this has done is it, 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 no, no hopers and showstoppers are the, are the sort of terms that I would use. What it's done is it's narrowed. It's a first sieve. So, for example, um, if a site is, is wholly in the green belt, um, it's likely to be ruled out. If it's, if it's in flood zone three, we're likely to be saying no. But within that, there's a big, there's lots of shades of grey where sites may or may not be acceptable and their suitability. And, and this, this sieve at this stage, this consultation at this stage, is to just check that to make sure that where we have saying, you know, out of those, 20, out of those 22 sites that, in our opinion, they're not suitable, that we've got things factually right before we make that decision. And then, of the two sites that are remaining, we're not at this stage saying which one's preferable. If, if I'm making sense. So, so, so it's narrowed it down a bit, but there's still an awful long way, way to go, if I'm making sense. Okay, Councillor Parry had a hand up first, and Councillor Dean. Um, the public consultations, November, December, and then there's only two months before the plan is submitted. What will happen with the, to the responses to the... Because we've seen how long it's taken to produce that huge report, and this is going to have many, many, many more... Um, responses. Yeah, through, through you, Chairman, again, what, what we will be doing is we will uh, summarise them, uh, but what we won't be, won't be doing is probably, um, if you like, they're more, it's, it's more a question of bundling the responses up and sending them with the plan to the Secretary of State. Um, we will be commenting on the responses that, that also goes off, uh, but you're right, it's a big administrative exercise to undertake. Um, but we are looking at, and without getting into resources now, Chairman, there are ways of bringing an extra resource to do that specific, discrete piece of work. I've certainly done it you know, before in my career, and there are, ways, there are ways to do that, Chairman. I think the important point to remember at that stage, well, these will be subjective views. So sites will be put forward that you don't like, that Councillor Dean does like. So... Um, now, we can consult on that till we're blue in the face, but it won't make you like a site and him to like another site. So I think the, the key point is that um, at that stage that we haven't made any mistakes in terms of what is put forward is, yes, I don't like it, but that's because I don't like it, not because it's not appropriate. Isn't one of the criteria for the local plan being that it's not, that the public 
aren't totally against it. I'm not talking about a percentage or whatever, but if the overwhelming um, response to the local plan is um, rejection from the public, is that not going to um, stand, count against us when the inspector looks at the plan? Should um, that happen? Through you, Chairman. Well, I, I would sincerely hope it wouldn't happen. Um, otherwise, I'd like to think we, 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 you know, we, we're not, we're, we've not been listening and we've not been taking on board what people have been saying. But, but to answer the question directly, no, it's down to the inspector in terms of what the evidence says. So it, it, it's like a planning application. If, if you know, a thousand people oppose a planning application with no legitimate grounds, it doesn't get refused planning permission. The same is true of a local plan chairman, uh, it's down to, if, clearly if, if objectors uh, is based purely on you know, the evidence and on substantive grounds, then yeah, the inspector would be right to take that on board, but it's not just a question of the, the, the actual numbers themselves, chairman. And so by the time we get to September, uh, when we have these public meetings, um, we'll have got the shape, um, and indeed by then the sites, and we'll get a very clear steer um, I'm, I'm sure we get a very clear steer, but it goes back to the point that Mr. Fox has just made. If I don't like it because I don't like it, it's different because I don't like it because it's totally unsuitable. Um, and, and we do always have to bear that in mind. Now, if we come up with a plan that is opposed by 95% of our 80,000 people, then you make a very fair point. Bluntly, that's not going to happen, is it? But... But, but it can't happen because if you, if you put it in site X and everybody that isn't in site X will have support it. So it, it, it won't happen. It didn't happen the last time. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. You had 4,000 out of 80,000 uh, people comment. So it, didn't, uh, it wasn't totally objected to at all. No, well, uh, I'm sorry. It, it was not... It, it was not a referendum, and, and, and we didn't have, you, you know, Attlesford did not speak as a whole. But uh, so, uh, you know, I think we need, just need to bear that in mind. Councillor Dean. Uh, I just put on record at the moment that I'm a bit puzzled by all this hypothetical discussion about uh, uh, sites that might be suitable and not suitable and that I might like or not like. I mean, I, first of all, I assure you, it won't be about like, it'll be about whether it's, it's right and whether there's the, um, you know, the evidence behind it, I hope. But, but um, I, I mean, we've been through this before. I think we went, <laughs> we went through it on the um, Gypsy and Traveller debate, if I remember correctly, where well, Just coming on to another site, one. sites were discussed and then we suddenly need, decided we need more. So you go back and you look at the things that you've thrown out before. So at the end of the day, a lot of it comes down to how many places are we looking for? Are we going to have a new settlement? If we are, then that takes so many. If we're not, then you need more individual sites. And, um, uh, and, and then what might not have been suitable previously, one has a fresh look and maybe it um, suddenly becomes suitable. So, I, I, you know, I, I think we can go on about this, this hypothetical discussion. The sooner we get down to talking about real things, the better. Uh, which brings me on, if I might, to... I'm going to have to bring item 9 in because, you know, we've got one timetable here on item 9 about meetings and, and then you've got which, which tie in with the plan that we're talking about, don't they? Well, shall we do it under um, item 9? Is that okay could, with you? Well, well I, it, it all fits together. And I, I mean, I don't know whether you'd be willing to simply take item 9 because it's, it's, it's a simple thing. But I'd like to, anyway, I mean, I'd like to raise one or two things about essentially this timetable as set out. It's the same information, really. Uh, on, on item 9, the timetable of meetings, that um, 
for instance, you know, we've got our next meeting, which is about considering development management policies. Now, I don't know how many there are. I imagine that there are rather a lot. So, so are we suggesting that we're going to, you know, in one two-hour meeting, decide yay or nay on anything from uh, design of houses to rural this to... to to, to, to goodness knows whatever. I mean, I don't have a list of policies okay. in front of me, but there are a lot. So I think, I think we need to think about that. And I will come back to that under yeah. item 9. I think that's specific because okay. this is sli a slightly different point, actually. But, um, which I, I think, as I say, I've, 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 got a, uh, I've got a plan now that I want to make happen. So I hope we'll be able to deal with all your comments on this. So unless there's anything substantive about the indicative work plan... Um, more, then can it be now. noted? Yep. Those happy to note? Well, well note and, and request the further information that yep. we've, we've raised yep. or yep. the clarification, yes. Okay. Um, right, it was noted. I haven't seen a show of hands, but I've seen nods. It was noted. Okay, item seven, response to Basildon Borough Draft Local Plan. Yes, thank, thank you, Chairman. Um, Hopefully this report is self-explanatory. The issue really resolves around uh, Gypsy and Traveller site provision. Um, Basildon, not just our, ourselves, but her, have asked other authorities in Essex to look and see if there are sites that could be used to meet uh, their unmet need. I think the point we would make, Chairman, is that um, there is no evidence actually in their plan to, to explain how they've reached that conclusion that Uttlesford could meet. Uh, some of the need and in fact our own work uh, has indicated that, that there might be a shortfall here in any event chairman so hopefully this is fairly straightforward. I hope it is as well. Does anybody want, I mean apart from making the obvious comments which you don't need to, um, do we need to say anything? The recommendation is the response be made to Basildon draft local plan that Uttlesford is currently unable to find sufficient gypsy and traveller sites to meet its own needs and therefore does not have an over provision of sites to assist Basildon in meeting its needs. Those in favour of that recommendation? Unanimous, thank you. Item 8, the duty to cooperate. Mr Taylor, I believe. Chairman, self-explanatory, um, shorter one because it's only been a month in between, um, but updating the work that, that's um, been carrying on. Um, the only thing um, to update, I suppose, is in relation to, to highways and specifically in relation to um, uh, item 6 and item 7. Um, sorry, paragraph 6 and paragraph 742, um, the co-op group um, leaders, um, yourself included obviously, wrote to um, uh, MPs uh, and CLG regarding um, the Highways England and the importance of the M11, Junction 7, 7A and 8 about getting Highways England on board and engaged um, uh, actively with, with the work that's being carried out by Essex County Council and uh, our, our collective councils. Um, and we had, uh, uh, Rich, Mr Fox and myself had an email from um, CLG earlier today saying that they'd received that letter and that they had um, already been engaged. You remember that uh, we went up um, just after the last meeting of this working group to meet with CLG. Our colleague um, officers in East Hearts, Harlow and Epping have also had meetings with CLG and I think the message has got through that 
and um, the, the, the team leader for local plans and CLG has been in, in discussions with Highways England and Department for Transport. So the letter that, that the four leaders have sent has added weight to that in terms of saying we, we need a dedicated response, um, resource, we need them to focus specifically on it to ensure we get the answers we need, whatever those answers are, we need their input now to make it happen. So that's just an update in terms of that, but that, that does seem to be bearing some fruit, that, uh, that, that push. Pretty crucial, and just to add to that, that uh, uh, we have a meeting with our local MP on Friday. So you may just want to, Mr. Harper. Presumably, you've got a copy of that. You'll refer to it. Yeah. Okay, Councillor Dean. Only to draw your attention to page 147, the middle item four, talking about report back on visioning workshops. That this group, this outfit, seems to run task and finish groups, so, which is where I got the point before. So I don't know whether it's appropriate for us, but I just draw it to people's attention. Yeah, and um, I, um, I take your point. It's, a, it's well made, and we'll, we'll think about that very seriously. Um, it was quoted in the press, but um, I welcome the um, LSCC um, Growth Commission to Uttlesford, if welcome is the right word, and said, uh, basically, we're a lovely rural community, so don't think you're going to dump all your houses here. Um, and I think uh, you know, that, that point is recognised, but we should be aware that uh, growth in the um, Cambridge to Stand uh, London corridor is 20% uh, higher than the rest of the UK. It is a phenomena that is happening at the moment, and obviously that gives us, you know, it's the context that we're working in. Councillor Parry. Thank you. Um, the minutes on the co-op meeting for sustainable development include reps from um, Essex and Hartswell, and I think from Cambridge, and there's nothing re here regarding um, sustainable transport links with Cambridge. Are we, are we just simply no longer in discussions with Cambridge or South Cams? Are they doing their own thing and we're doing ours to the south? Um, Mr Taylor. Chairman, um, know that uh, officers and members do not um, attend this group. This is a group of, of uh, um, Uttlesford, Epping, East Hearts, Harlow, um, various London boroughs, Chelmsford, um, uh, Lee Valley, Broxbourne, Hertfordshire, Essex, Redbridge, Basildon. Um, so it's focused on our Schmar area. And uh, so if you'd like to, you could describe it as Schmar area plus friends. Um, and where the, the focus is, is important. Um, we've reported back, I think I reported back in the last of these, um, last month, the meetings that we'd had and, and the minutes of the meetings with South Cam's Council. Um, so they, those meetings continue, um, but the, the focus of, of this COP group, as, the, as you've had the terms referenced before, is, is those councils I mentioned. I think there are 12 authorities, not all councils, but 12 authorities um, on board as part of that co-op group and that's focused on a specific geographic area but that doesn't mean, I know Councillor Barker and Mr Harbour have, have attended meetings with um, South Cams in the past um, and ensuring that we maintain our links with them they are wholly focused at the moment on their local plan examination they, that's, that's their key focus at the moment um, and our last meeting was fit, uh, they fit in, fitted in between them providing more evidence to the inspector and meeting. So I think that's their focus at the moment, but it's, it is an important relationship we need to maintain. So if South Cam's, South Cam's plan is in for 
South so, Kamsan so and Kam City. So then for us cooperating with them now then because um, for presumably if you like for us to cooperate with them yes so they, they, they've done they've submitted it they've submitted their evidence um, you remember that we had on the last working group the, the modifications and our, our report back um, to them um, our relationship needs to continue because we need you know that doesn't just stop does it when you submit a plan but yes they've submitted their plan and if you like that's okay. their focus so nothing, nothing from their perspective nothing to nothing to upset their process to get their plan through but yes right, and it's not going to count against us or anything no, we can't, no, no, right. no. and you'll be aware of what's happening at the uh, Hinkston the uh, genome center and um, and there's a potential rumor floating around on other parts of our border with South Cams but it's only a rumor so it'd be inappropriate to raise it at this stage any other items? So, duty cooperate, um, recommendations to note the report. Content with that? Thank you. That brings us to item nine. And before we do anything, I don't know if anybody's talking to this, but before we do that, I have been given some dates which you probably won't have. You'll get them in the minutes, so if you don't take them down now, uh, don't worry. But the June meeting is on Thursday the 9th. The July meeting is on Tuesday the 19th. The August meeting is on Tuesday the 23rd. The September meeting is on Tuesday the 13th. And additionally, we have a meeting in October on Tuesday the 25th and in November on Monday the 28th. Now, it's possible we'll need more meetings than that, but uh, I think that's a helpful start. That's a meeting a month, 28th. Okay, does anybody, do officers just want to say, I mean, th this is a statement of fact of what uh, uh, needs to and is predicted to come to the, those meetings? Yeah, only very briefly, um, Chairman, I think as I indicated at the end of the, the last working group meeting, this will always be a bit fluid and indicative, um, you know, and whilst, whilst we're, we're more than happy to try and help, and say, well, this is this is these are the items uh, at the anticipated meetings that, that uh, inevitably there might be slippage or things might might come in that we're unaware of. So it always will be a little bit fluid, um, Chairman. I mean, go, going back to the specific point about development management policies uh, that Councillor Dean raised. Yes, we could split that into the, between the April and the May meeting. Um, and in terms of the extent of that, clearly um, the inspector looking at the last local plan was broadly content with, with development management policies. Clearly there's been changes in government guidance and we want to run through those, mainly focusing probably on the changes with this group. So it wouldn't be, you know, it, it, on, on the face of it, it looks, it looks a massive piece of work, but, but hopefully, Chairman, we would want to make it more focused than that. So just picking up on that specific point. But, but yes, it, it, inevitably it will look like some meetings there's no items at all. There inevitably will be, I, I can guess, and others there's really full agendas, but, but some might, items might get brought forward or some might slip. So just to put a bit of context there, Chairman. Okay, any, um, any, any comments around that? We've duly noted it. Councillor Dean. Yeah, I, I know the comment made about management policies, and I think we need to talk... To, to consider how that is handled. Um, I mean, it may well be that there were things in the absent from the, the last plan that members want to insert. I don't know at the moment. But um, on, on the timetable, are we not at the moment planning a meeting in May? No, that's, that, 
Uh, sorry, through you, Chairman. No, 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 we're not. Now, that, this, was, this was prepared before the meeting timetable was finalised. So item 9 was pre prepared before the detailed meeting dates have been agreed, Chairman, so there won't be a meeting in May because there's one at the end of, um, end of April and one at the beginning of June. No, I, mean, I mean, all I'm saying is that if, if, if we um, do find that, that the, the volume of work yeah. means that something needs to be yeah. split, please avoid the 20th to the 25th because I won't be here. Um, right. Um, that's, that's of May. Um, June... I mean, you know, looking at both the June meeting and the September meetings, I just get the feeling that there's, a, there's an enormous uh, volume of things to get through, and I, I just question at this stage whether we can get through it at one bite. I mean, I notice those initials that I don't understand, GTAA there. Well, I know that every time that, I, right, every time that pops up, you know, we spend three-quarters of the meeting on that item, and then um, there's no time left for anything else. So I, 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 I'm just thinking ahead. To, yeah, to, I think to, you make to, a, very good to, to, a very good point, and um, I guess it's the responsibility of the chair to retain a democratic, open process, yeah. but at the same time try to get through the agenda. But we do know that uh, there's particular interest around gypsy sites. And, and the other two points that I noticed is that um, I think there'll be a fairly extensive discussion around the site options report, so, um, and there will be a particularly lengthy discussion about the recommendation to Cabinet in terms of the detail. So, I but think I, when we get to those yeah. points, we may want to seriously consider. Well, look, this is where I'm still puzzled. High-level transport assessment of key sites. Now, that's about transport, but where, where, are, we, where are we dumping uh, the areas of search that we went through an exercise, this exercise last up to December last year where people were asking to comment on areas of search and we were going to and we said that that was part of the I've forgotten what term it was but whittling down process but there was another term used where does that come in here I, I, I can't work it out yeah. Chairman, um, I can help there that, that's the strategy development report that would include the options that are referred to and as part of the options process, options sieving process, we will be ruling areas of search in and ruling areas of search out, Chem. And why? And why, yeah. So that's, okay, so that's at that point. Then, of course, I know that nobody's allowed to go on holiday in August because uh, there seems to be a lot to do in August, so that's a warning um, to, to, to avoid the 20, at least the 23rd of August. You can go away for the rest of the month, but that you might have a mountain of stuff to read before you get here on the 23rd. So, so anyway, I'm, I've nothing planned myself in August at the moment. Um, and again, volume. <laughs> right, it's getting on. Let's um, September's volume. Okay, I, th I think. I, I think it's just, you know, it's a case of let's manage the volume of this yeah. so that we're, not, we're, not, we're not, you know, we're not bouncing stuff through. It comes back to something in a way that Mr. McDonnell was saying, that we need to be yeah. seen to be not just ticking boxes. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think it's very important. Uh, and I think we've, we've observed three particular areas that could be quite lengthy discussions, and we, and we have to have adequate, well, we've got to have adequate time for all of them. I'm not arguing about that, but uh, particularly those, and we can sort of predict the length of discussion that will go on. Yeah. So, good. On that note, I conclude the meeting. I thank you for your attendance and your good comments. I thank Mr. McDonald and supporting evidence from Mr. Young, um, and we'll reassure them that uh, we are not going to build more houses than we have to, but uh, we do have to get that number absolutely right. So, thank you. Meeting closed. Thanks very much.